Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Josh Walston. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, when was the last time you nerded out? Uh, I'm going to... Um... I'm going to say yesterday. Tell me about your last nerd out. Oh, I, uh, I just, it's so commonplace. I'm just assuming it was yesterday. I nerded out so hard over the weekend. I, I totally nerd fanboyed on somebody. I, oh. I felt like such a, I felt like such a 13 year old. Okay. Did you squeal? <laughs> uh, I wanted to on the inside. Okay. Um, I, well, I've talked about before, specifically during the holidays, how I love baking shows, especially the competition-based baking shows. Okay, like the Great Brit- the Great British Baking Show with uh-huh. just absolutely dreamy Paul Hollywood. There you go. Um, and I also love Holiday Baking Championship uh, on Food Network with Duff Goldman of Charm City Cakes and and Lorraine Pascal and Nancy Fuller. It's just tremendous. I nice. love it. It's okay. such you know like food shows are just easy they just like pump dopamine into your brain yeah it's great for the end of the day decompression you ever watch the antithesis of that the the netflix show called nailed it (laughs) no i it's on my list (laughs) i need to so bad because i love like Uh cakefails.com and i love the pinterest fails all that so that that seems like right up my alley but Mm -hmm. we found a few weeks ago we found spring baking championship and like five seasons of that oh wow few weeks we've been watching that and in season two of spring baking championship on the food network mm-hmm. there was a competitor named Susana Mihadis, okay uh, who is from San Antonio and oh. she has a uh, bakery patisserie and chocolatier here called the Delice um, oh, okay and she made it to the final and she lost uh, mm. I think I think she should have won but she lost and then in season four her husband was on oh. uh, his name is Nacho Aguirre and Nacho also, uh, you know, obviously works with her, and they run they run this bakery, Delice. And that that bastard, that amazing bastard, went on and won the whole damn thing. Wow! So Andrew and I are watching that. We're just like, we've got to go to this place. Yeah, because like every they do interviews in between, and mm-hmm. they're talking about the stuff they're baking and like what their inspiration was, and the way these two these two talked about each other. When the other one w- wasn't around, it's just like it would like bring a tear to your eye, and it's oh. super genuine and heartfelt, and just made you feel good, uh-huh. made you want to be a better spouse, a better, you know, um, lover, a uh-huh. better, uh, a better fiance. There you go. Um, so we decided on Saturday. They're closed on Sundays. The only time we're not going to make it during the week because it closes at like six o'clock. Mm, yeah. So Saturday's the only time we can go. And it's like, well, I don't even know if they're going to be there. It probably works all week. So we walk into the place. And this woman comes out, and I immediately think it's Susana. And then I can tell, wait a second, this is not Susana. It's obviously related to her. It's obviously her sister or something. Okay. Like uh huh. So we get a few things. We get some macarons. Andrea gets a, like a little bite of cake. Mm-hmm. Um, I found some chocolate things I wanted to get. And we got some stuff for some other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we check out, and I asked her. Um, because Andrea's big thing every year at her birthday is her birthday cake. That's like her okay. big thing. All she, right. I've gotten one from David Chang before at Momofuku Milk Bar. I usually special order them. They get shipped in from some famous cake you know, baker somewhere around okay. the country. Cool. And she said, I want a cake from these people. So, okay. great. So, I asked I, I asked the lady checking us out. I said, hey, listen, what's like the lead time? Do I need to give you a month? Do I need to give you two weeks, week of? You just like tell me what's the lead time for like a birthday cake for eight people. She says, oh, you know what? I really don't know. Let me go get Nacho. And all of a sudden, just like my heart starts beating. And Nacho comes out, and he's the nicest freaking guy ever. It's exactly cool. like he was on the show. So awesome. gregarious, so nice. It, it all of a sudden then gets into like me asking him about stuff on the show. and Because uh-huh. I find myself, I feel like I could handicap that show really well. Okay. 
if they if they allowed betting on that show, like in Vegas, <laughs> they took lines, uh-huh. I would be able to make money. And he's answering questions. It's great. He said, oh, you must meet Susanna. And he takes us in the back. We get to meet Susanna. She's decorating this amazing cake. It's I, I totally fanboy nerded out on this guy as if he was like Russell Wilson. Like that's how I felt. Like I would have been nice. as nervous meeting Russell Wilson uh-huh. as I was meeting this guy. It was such like a nerd moment. And I'm looking back on it. I don't regret it one little bit. Very cool. It was super cool. I've not seen anybody from Seattle on this competition that I, at least in the spring, I, they had somebody in the holiday that was from Seattle. I'm trying to remember who that mm. was. I can go back and tell you, so you can go to their bakery and give me a report. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'll do homework. It's, is there anything better than just like walking into a bakery and that smell? No. Of just the, the melt, the chocolate, the sweets, the, Love the it. bread. I mean, and then you walk into a dental office and you smell just like formacresol and yeah. eugenol and yeah. some Staff old hygienist farts. farts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yuck. Well, next time you fanboy and nerd out, uh-huh. I, I want to hear about it. Okay. We'll do. Because I've like bared my soul here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Losing some manly points here, but I don't care. I love baking with. shows. <laughs> baking is so cooking. Oh, yeah. Cooking is like uh, jazz, right? Right. You could know, do a lot of different things, sort of expositional, but baking is like dentistry. It's, it's technique sensitive. Yeah, it's, it's science. science. It's recipes. It's strict adherence to the directions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's uh-huh. exactly right. So I think that's what appeals to me about it. I'm not a baker at all. I've never okay. baked anything, Uh huh. Uh, but I love watching it. I love watching what these people do. Yeah, it's, it, really it's amazing. pretty fascinating to watch a, a master uh, do their, apply their craft. That being said, I'm looking at their prices for cakes. It's like $80, and they spend hours on it. Like, where's the margins on this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't wow. understand. Yeah. How do you charge enough for, like, a cake that they decorate? Like, they spend a couple of... I mean, I guess they have other people make it, and they get it to where it's done, and they just do the decorate. Like, the master people just do the decorating of it. But Yeah, I guess. I had a, a friend from high school, his now wife, she had a cake store down a place called Puyallup, just south of here. And uh, I think she was only in business for a few years. And she just said, yeah, there's no money in it. You spend too much time. We complain about margins all day. But oh, yeah. Like, you know, you can have a crown walk in. You know, somebody break a tooth today, walked in and just spent whatever, 1500 bucks. Uh-huh. And it took me an hour. Like, there's, I don't see the equivalent of that in the baking world. No. I, I just don't, and no. you've got all the same overheads. I mean, obviously... Not all the same, but you've got rent, you've got equipment, and you've got, mm-hmm. you know, t- people, you've got payroll and, and all of that stuff, supplies, you know, that are perishable, yeah. just like we have. Yeah. Um, it's tough, man. I think we, we bitch and moan about it a lot, but I think we have it better than a lot of other businesses. We really do. A uh, buddy in uh, college, he ended up uh, running a gym for about five years. And yeah, uh, yeah it, it seemed like his overhead was like 95%. The margin of profit was, was next to nothing. And yeah, my gym is I like it's got to be a multi multi million dollar operation. Just I mean the the uh-huh. real estate, all the machines, yep, t- tons of people working there. Oh, the electric bill must be god awful. Yeah. I don't even know. Yep, man. Well, the electric I bill just, shouldn't be because if you just hook the treadmills up to your lights, that's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You've got to be generating some power somewhere. That's a good idea. It's a really good idea. The first ever self powering right gym. Like you feel like it's too hot in here. Uh huh. Run. Climb that treadmill up another <laughs> mile an hour uh-huh. and get the air conditioner going. That's right. It's a good idea. We could do that like in Newport Beach or uh-huh. San Francisco. You could do it in Seattle, someplace really crunchy and granola and, uh-huh. and left-leaning. Oh, yeah. Any place where Bernie Sanders is polling highly, I think you could do that. That would be here. <laughs> oh, Lance, this is an advice show. A shitty advice show. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Not tonight. We don't want a bunch (laughs) of boring questions. Like, what's the best curing light? Because we all know the woodpecker. ILED curing light on eBay huh. for $74.99 is the greatest curing light ever. <laughs> we want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Credit to uh, 
Uh, Brandon White on the dime on that one. He uh, he dished that one off like uh, Gary Payton to Sean Kemp. Just the alley oop. Nice. The 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 curing light's a weird place to cheap out. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, I'll... cheap out on something else. Yeah. <laughs> Not the thing that all of your restorations that you do every day depend on. on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that thing. Uh huh. There has to be some other way where you can save eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I I would agree. question one listener jacob asks a dental school classmate recommended your podcast it makes my 30 minute commute far more enjoyable shout out to sean featured on episode 32 the lazy dental student who didn't want to complete his srps (laughs) the question i have for you as a new grad dentist what is the best way to tell a hygienist of 28 years they need to stop and retire Unfortunately, I am at an FQHC and do not have firing power. I find calculus on teeth all the time. They will do FMX radiographs and every single image is backward and flipped the wrong way. The hygienist will do quote unquote profies and leave junk all the time. She also does not smell good. Please help. (laughs) For definition purposes, an FQHC uh, is a federally qualified health center. So Generally, that's like a place where they offer some loan payback, some loan reimbursement, something like that. You know, some sort of structure like that is compensated into the pay. Um, And they, you know, it's generally, you know, Medicaid, state assistance, indigent, that sort of stuff. Sliding fee scale, you know, kind of place. Right. Just for for some background there in case you didn't know. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, it sounds like uh, you're in a pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Do Do you think that hygienist smells like pickle? Uh, he said she doesn't smell good. Probably some days. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the scent. Uh huh. I kind of feel like that's fairly easy. If someone followed you around every room you went into spraying Febreze, how long would it take for, before you got the hint <laughs> that you smelled? Yeah. See, passive aggressive is not my strong. That's not your Ballywick. <laughs> I love passive aggressive. <laughs> You're just aggressive. I aggressive. am. I, I am. <laughs> Bluntly aggressive. Uh huh. That's why I have no friends. It. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think if you you made them you bathe in Febreze and maybe hang a, those little trees that you put uh, in your car freshener, hang that the around pine their tree, neck, like yeah. the cab. Yeah. yeah. Hang that around their neck. Um, that might. Or just off the off the overhead light, uh-huh. off the handle of the overhead light would uh-huh. be a good place too. And, and right around the, the, the profi angle and everything like that. Just just bathe the, the, the operatory yeah. with trees. Right. That might... Um, that would the, give... A, I think a day of that should give someone a, a pretty good indication. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to get spendy, so you might have to recycle these. Uh, yeah, what's a bottle of Febreze? It's like three ninety nine. Those Those things, the, the little pine trees are what, probably 50 cents? You probably get them on Amazon, ten, a 10-pack for... Sure. Five bucks or something. That's what's five dollars well spent. Yeah, but if you keep doing it daily, that that five bucks is going to add up. Yeah, but how many days do you think you're going to have to do it? <laughs> Depends how dumb this twenty-eight yeah, year. That is true. Yeah, I I'm mean, trying to think of of sports figures who who quote unquote needed to retire, and how like sort of that whole deal happened. It's like the Brett Favre thing. We talked uh-huh. about him last week at right. nauseum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, hate to, I hate to bring him up again. <laughs> His crock wearing ass again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I did find the pictures. It's not great. Oh. It's a solid like four and a half inches. It's not like, it's not what, it's not anyway. I don't want right. to go off. And, yeah, we spent the... all, all of last week talking <laughs> yeah. about Brett Favre's dick. And yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> Clint, actually, your brother posted on the funny shit group, uh-huh. he posted the the SNL yeah. like Wranglers commercial yeah. <laughs> of like open open fly jeans. Uh, yeah. Just amazing. That was so, so funny. Yeah, Jason uh, Sudeikis is hilarious. Yes. So uh, I'm trying to think of like Joe Montana is another one, right? Yeah. Where they the 49ers wanted Joe Montana to retire. So they just benched him, you know, and they just let him sit there. And then he ended up like bargaining a trade to Kansas City where he was for like a half a year or something like that. And yeah. then he was gone. Yeah. It doesn't sound like Jacob has like benching power. No, that that's why you know unions are always have a hard time uh, making changes. I, I get the feeling of 
place like this is structured in such a way that uh, you're, you're, there's probably a protocol to uh, call people's attention to things. But I would, I would assume someone with 20 years experience, they probably got so much sperm tenure that they're, <laughs> they're going to be. Let's hope not. God, <laughs> Ugh, the smelly 28 year uh-huh. veteran hygienist. I hope has built up no sperm tenure. Uh huh. So there's a there's a good chance that it's going to take um, actual written reprimanding, uh, talking to the supervisor type of uh, protocol. Yeah. All right. So my thought was a little different. I don't think obviously you can't bench them because you don't. You know, they, they Jacob doesn't have that power. Well, not only that, there's so it depends where they're at, but the, there's a shortage of hygienists, and so. They're going to have a hell yeah. of a time replacing this person, so they're they're not likely to even if he demands it. They're they're not going nowhere. Subversion, Lance. Subversion is a powerful tool. Okay. How about this? Okay. I think you have to start making her realize that it's time for her to hang it up. So how do you do that? You get her questioning herself. Okay. So if you're so if you're twenty eight years in. What do you think the average graduation age of a hygienist is? Probably 24, 24 something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. So she's in her mid to late 50s, I would guess, maybe early 60s. Okay. Probably starting to like notice a few things go a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Memory's not as good as it used to be. Okay. And, you know, instruments get scrubbed. They get put in cassettes or packets or whatever. And man, they're all mixed up, and they're all, all the wrong instruments are in all all these setups. And man, yeah. I thought for sure I scrubbed these and put these in together, and wow, boy, I really fouled this up, huh? And then just every day, day after day, the instruments are all screwed up. They're in the wrong bags. They're mixed up with the wrong things. You go to open up a profi kit. It's all amalgam instruments. What kind of crazy lunatic would have done this? Oh, I guess there it was you. me. Oh my God, I've got Alzheimer's disease, Lance. There you go. I got to retire. Do you trick this woman into thinking she has Alzheimer's disease? I see what you've done there. Yes. The other thing you could do uh-huh. is find some sort of like, like uh, frequency that you could blast through the speakers. That like only, you know how there's like a dog whistle that only dogs can hear? Oh, Okay. So not like the full-on uh, blast like they did with Manuel Noriega? <laughs> no, but you could do that. That would be good. <laughs> Just chain smokers all day long. Yeah, and at some, yeah. some point, she's going to be like, who is this Halsey person? And why does she sing on every record? Uh-huh. That's that's about after a day of the chain smokers. That, that, that'll just be what she's screaming and she'll want to retire. Yeah, um, that's not a bad way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how about, there has to be some sort of like, musical tone or note or something that only mm. older ears can hear. And if you're in an FQHC, at least like here in, in San Antonio, most of those are going to be young patients. Okay. Um, you know, maybe, maybe people uh, that have maybe have had a couple kids by the time they're 18 and don't uh-huh. have a job or any way to support those kids. That's the typical kind of FQHC patient. So I feel like the patient base is going to be younger. Okay. So you could probably get away with playing this tone and she may be the only one that notices and just feel like she's going nuts. Does, does anybody hear that? Does anybody hear that? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Karen, I don't hear anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Hear what? Hear what? Yeah, that's not a bad way to go. That, that might be very effective. Is there any way you could make her think that she has Parkinson's? Hmm. Maybe you shake all the time in which she asks why you're shaking. <laughs> I'm not shaking. Not shaking. You're, sh- you're the one that's shaking. Yeah. My hands are buttery smooth. Yeah. Or, and then or you she could, thinks she's got Parkinson's. You could hook up like a Sonicare, uh, drop it in her pocket or something. So it's just vibrating yeah. and she'll. She may enjoy that, actually. Actually, yeah, you're right. <laughs> she might really enjoy that one. She's never going home. She's going to stay at work. No. <laughs> New energy for the job, Lance. Uh huh. Um, I, th- I, th- I think the switch them ups on her, on her instruments. That's yeah. To just make her think that she's just going. Cause I certainly feel like there would be that opportunity. You slip in behind her after she's done scrubbing her instruments and she's like doing her notes or something yep. and just open up her packs and switch them all up and mix them all together, put them in new packs, throw them in the autoclave. No one's going to know. 
Yeah, I think you're right. It's, no one's ever going to, no one's going to check fingerprints. No one's going to look at any security camera footage or anything. And uh-huh. she's just going to th- start thinking she's going nuts. I bet you're and right. The other thing is, is to like have, bring things up to her that apparently you had big in-depth conversations about, but you actually didn't. Oh, there you go. And like, you know, um, can you get me an occlusal radiograph on this patient? Like I asked for in the huddle this morning, Karen. Right. And she'd be like, wait, what an occlusal? I don't remember. And yeah, we talked about it for 15 minutes in the huddle, Karen. We talked about how an occlusal radiograph would be the best way to diagnose. Shit, Lance, I don't remember. What do you diagnose with an occlusal <laughs> radiograph? I guess eruption? Is yeah, that what it was? sure. Yeah. Have you ever taken an occlusal radiograph? Not once. We talked about occlusal radiographs all the time in dental school. That was one of the super, like we, I remember them being on all of our like radiology practicals. We had to take one on a patient. Oh, really? Like as a, as a comprehensive exam, a competency exam, we had to do like an FMX and an occlusal (laughs) for, for what? That's awesome. For what? So that would be a good one. Just things like that. Just inserting things to the day. Just ask for weird things. Uh huh. Like, yeah, Karen, we totally talked about this for 15 minutes. Yeah. That, I think that would be very effective. Uh, maybe a, a little bit of everything, kind of like hearkening back to remember uh, Craig Harder had a, a front desk that had brain tumor or brain surgery and, and they were kind of losing it. And we were saying, hey, break into their house or rearrange the furniture. Yeah. And just do all this, everything you can to, uh, you Make know, her question her own confidence. Yeah. Go uh, break into her car, park it in a different part of the parking lot. And so they'll, they'll look around. Where did I, yes. I, I didn't park here. And just, just how about this? A, G- do you remember everything. that guy Smollett from Chicago? What was that guy? Oh yeah, where he the two. He was in that Empire show where he yeah. got jumped. Uh huh. And he's I don't know I don't if he's I don't remember did he set it up did he not I don't remember any of that. I think it's still uh, out. I don't think we know. Yeah. How about you just pay some thugs to like I'm not saying mess her up I'm not saying like hurt her just scare her. Uh huh. Like. A, <laughs> A partial carjacking or uh-huh. like a mugging. You just take our tennis shoes or something. They're probably like New Balances. Yeah. Like not even like 980s. They're probably like 574s or something. They're like or, 70 bucks. Or even more just, passive than that. Just have someone stalk her and just blatantly like be yeah, near just her. Yeah, gaslight her. Yeah. And just always there, always around. Just where it's an unsafe work environment. Do you have any friends that have an It costume that you can just follow Karen around in? Well, remember the early part of that sentence. Any friends? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ja- I'm asking Jacob, though. Okay, Jacob. there you go. Jacob. Do you, do you have a friend who maybe is like out of work, just got laid off or something? I mean, this tough economy that you could just get to rent an it costume for a few days and just follow this woman around? That'll How many work. days? How many days of like her showing up at work and some guy in a creepy clown costume just like waving at her from across the parking lot? And then she's like, did you guys see the guy in the clown outfit? Oh, what yeah. are you talking about, Karen? Yeah. Oh, that's... How many days of that is it before you go get into a j- different job somewhere else? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. I, I, I would think not many. Three? Three. Three is the number I was thinking. Yeah, if I went to work on a Monday and there's a creepy clown waving to me from across the parking lot, I'd be like, all right, well, one day. And then Tuesday, it's still there. Like, ah, I'm not feeling great about it. And Wednesday, I'm selling the practice. There you go. Time to go. And... You, Technically, Jacob doesn't even need this woman to retire. Right. Just needs to just leave. Just needs her to not work for him anymore. Not work at this FQHC anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, it's not even like it's not your practice. Why do you give a shit? <laughs> <laughs> if the patients are really all like, I mean, no uh-huh. offense, but like it's an FQHC. If they if they walk in or they walk out with less tartar than what they had before, it's a win for yeah, them, right? I think so. I don't know. That's probably a shitty thing to say. Probably. I'm sorry. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with white privilege. I apologize. Uh. So, Jacob, get a buddy. Get one of your college buddies who's just a jerk off. He's not doing anything. Three days, it costume. Start rearranging her instruments. Yeah. Breeze right behind her everywhere you go. I think we got her. I We're think... going to gaslight Karen. There you go. I think it's on. Gaslighting Karen. The new show from Shonda Rhimes on ABC this this fall. Question two. Punita asks, Lance, you're practicing in Washington State, right? If a pharmacist calls you asking for the reason 
for filling an opioid prescription, is it a HIPAA violation to disclose that? Case in point, I had a patient for seven surgical extractions this morning, and I prescribed 10 tablets of Norco 5. I got a call from a very rude pharmacist from Walmart regarding why do you need to prescribe this and we need to know the procedure done. I didn't disclose, but the whole experience left a bad taste, pun intended. Some of the pharmacists I speak to are just dot, dot, dot. One time I had a pharmacist argue that prescribing a Z-Pack was beyond my scope of practice. What is your experience with pharmacists? I hate them. So Lance, these yes. sucking the ass otter <laughs> d- squeezing racist homophobic <laughs> licking fart sniffing xenophobic pill counting wannabe doctors <laughs> Sandy Koufax prolapsed urethra. <laughs> these pharmacists uh-huh. have gotten so buck wild on this opioid. Shit. Yeah, yeah, they. Yes. Is it the same thing in Washington as it is here? Because I've had this exact experience. Oh, really? From a Walmart pharmacist. I It wasn't about opioids where I, I had a, a, a run in one time. It was just simply, uh, I think I put tabs instead of caplets or something. And, and oh they wouldn't God. wouldn't fill it because it was incorrectly <laughs> fill, uh, put out. And I'm like, you kidding me? Or, or one time my, my assistant, we have to use special laser paper. And it was printed yes. on the wrong side of the paper. And they said, I can't fill this because it's printed on the wrong side. And I said, but wait, the requirement is that it's printed on that paper. Yes. Is it on that paper? Well, yes. Is it on the wrong side? Yeah. So, but it's on the paper. Well, it doesn't matter. It's supposed to be on the other side. I said, but you've got it in your hand. You can read what it says and it is the right paper, right? So, I mean, it was one of those. Semantics. Yeah. They're finding a way not to work. Yeah. Is what it is. Because they're paid by the hour. Yep. There's no incentive for them to fill prescriptions, so they find every way freaking possible to not fill a prescription. Well, they're they're pissed off because retail has totally taken over pharmacy. It, it's not the way it used to be, you know, a hundred years ago, and they're jealous. I don't think any of them. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think any of them want to own their own pharmacies. I don't know. The way I see it is like their narco, like their Norcos are like their babies. I guess. And they just assume that everybody who has a prescription for it, they assume every single one of them is fake. Maybe. Yeah. <sighs> I had this exact same scenario. Walmart pharmacist, and I remember it was, it was an ex- a surgical, like a single surgical extraction. It was a tough extraction, a section in, and it was all broken down. And so I had to trough a bunch of bone and uh-huh. section the tooth and all of that. And I remember thinking, like, l- let's write this on this triplicate prescription like to a t to a t everything mm-hmm. perfect yeah and it was everything was perfect date was on there date of birth wrote everything out 10 tablets of norco 5 i even spelled out the word 10 sig was right everything was perfect and i get a call like on my cell phone after hours from a pharmacist i wanted to verify this prescription okay uh-huh. what about that prescription made you feel the need for it to be verified uh-huh. after hours on my cell phone that you got off of my office number that's meant for patients of record, by right. the way. Oh, nothing. We just want to make sure that it's legitimate. Okay, is it on the right form? Yes. Is everything written correctly? Yes. Then why would you think it's not legitimate? We just do this on all of them. Then don't fill freaking narcotic yeah, prescriptions. Exactly. If that's how you're going to be. If you're going to be that big of a pain in the ass about it, and then they asked me what procedure was done. I, I'm sorry. I can't disclose to you what procedure I did on this patient as the patient hasn't given me permission to disclose their right. personal health information to you, random pharmacist at a shitty Walmart off the highway. Right. I mean, it just means no, uh, tell your patients, don't go to Walmart. Yeah. Don't, I, I would get it. If I wrote for a thousand Norco yeah. s- 750 milligram, whatever, like the biggest. Yeah. Yeah, great. It's f- 10 tablets of Norco 5. Yeah. Calm the f down. It's yeah. not heroin. Abuse this, bitch. I, like, if you're, if the opioid crisis is this bad, then uh-huh. just make them all illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. If you're going to treat a patient like a fucking criminal, 
who comes in with a legitimate prescription. And I remember asking the pharmacist, like, does this have anything to do that the guy's a big Hispanic guy with a big long beard? Does this have anything to do with that? Could that maybe be why you thought this prescription was fake because of who had it? Because that's bullshit. Yeah. So I called the general manager the next day. I found out like who the regional manager was oh. of like all the Walmart pharmacies in the area. Uh-huh. And we had a big long discussion about like HIPAA and all of that. And he insisted to me that a pharmacist is part of the medical team so that no HIPAA would ever like fuck yourself. Yeah. You know who's part of the team? An orthodontist, an oral surgeon, a periodontist, uh-huh. their GP, their internist, yep. their pain management doctor, like another physician who treats them is someone who I will disclose their information to. Not you working for f***ing $38 an hour yep. for your 10% discount at Walmart. Get f***ed. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, this just gets in my craw. I, the I, asking what procedure was done? Uh-huh. Yeah, that, Can you just imagine that? Yeah, that... Can you imagine the gall of that? No, that, that just... Yeah, I think you're right. They finding reasons not to not to work. It's funner for the because what do, what does a pharmacist do nowadays? And let me cap, let me put a caveat on this saying: I worked in a pharmacy through college. Oh, okay. And I'm still in a fantasy football league. Those were some of the funnest times of my life. Like we had a great crew. We were all young people that worked at the pharmacy. Even the pharmacists. Like I'm still in a fantasy football league from like 15 years ago with those people. Nice. I love them. Cool. But. Pharmacy, like I know you say periodontists are pussies. Uh-huh. Pharmacists are pussies. Yeah. Pharmacists are way bigger pussies. I believe it. Yeah. To ask what procedure did you do? Yeah, that's that's pretty ballsy. It's uh, crazy town. So Washington State, you need particular laser paper. Yeah. Where do you get the laser paper from? Uh, shit, I don't know. I... And so I bought it in so much bulk. You get it from the state, I guess. Probably, right? like the, yeah. Okay. And if it's on that laser paper, I guess you can put it in your printer. Uh huh. And print it out. Yeah. Using your Dentrix or whatever, right? Yeah. And then you hand sign that. Hand sign it. Yep. In Texas, we have to get these pads from the state, so you can't run it off a computer. You have to handwrite everything. Oh, really? That sucks. Which, well, I feel, I mean, it's fine, but it's like even more of a, I, I think, I feel like you could tell. And anytime I worked in a pharmacy and we caught a fake prescription, it was because they, they boofed something in, in the way the prescription was written. Mm, right. Okay. They didn't write like the SIG right, or they, they just screwed something up there. So I kind of feel like that's an extra little security measure of like, hey, does this just look like it was written by somebody who knew what they were doing? Right. So I don't know what it, like, all right, so what else do you want me to do, Walmart pharmacist? Mm-hmm. Like, you, everything's written correctly. It's on the appropriate paper, whether it be your, your laser paper, whether it be my whatever, um, you know, security-enhanced prescription pad. Like, what else are we supposed to do? Right. Do I have to show you my dick to, like, get you to... <laughs> To have a reference picture only, of it. only if you're wearing Crocs, yeah, like me holding the newspaper next to it, so you know it's from today's date, like today's paper. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just like what? What other way do you need to know this is from me? Do you need like? Do I need some of those diabetic lancets and put some of my blood on it so you can run it, DNA test it to make sure? That's right. That's perfect. You just smell it and make sure it smells like me. That would be uh, one way, yeah. I just don't know, like, who do these people think they are? Uh, just washouts from other failed goals. How do you feel about this other this other thing kills me? The pharmacist said that a Z-Pack is outside their scope of practice. Yeah. That, this makes me want a Morse code again. Yeah. <laughs> don't. I. There's only so much editing I can do. <laughs> Because if you've ever, like, in microbiology, Uh we had these spreadsheets that were put together by some genius dental student, like, five years ago. Okay. And then every year, someone would add some stuff to it. And and it was, like, C. difficile and all the stuff about that, right? Like, all the Uh 
what are they round bacteria are they do they form in sheets or single layer what all the garbage right right and one of the cells is always like first line antibiotic second line antibiotic third line antibiotic uh-huh and i remember for like a donogenic infection third line antibiotic is if they're allergic to PenVK and they're allergic to clindamycin, the third line antibiotic for any odontogenic infection is erythromycin or Zithromax. Boom. So now I've got a pharmacist saying, nope, sorry, right. can't do it. Yeah. Like I, this stuff makes me just go postal. Like it really does. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll edit this because no, I just no. went, I, I went so nuts. I got um, it. I guess it's because I know some pharmacists who are super cool. Yeah. And so to like run into these Napoleons, these Napoleonic pharmacists who feel like they are part of the medical team. Yeah. That that's. Yeah. You want to be part of a medical team, pharmacist? Go work at a hospital. Right. Yeah. That that's the that's the way to do it. Don't work at a place that does 10 for one snicker bars on <laughs> Tuesday afternoons. Uh-huh. Like you work at freaking Walmart, man. Calm down. Yeah. Calm the phone. Yeah. Jesus. These <laughs> pharmacists. Um, I remember something coming up a while back about boycotting CVS pharmacy because of the smile direct club and some of the CVSs. Oh yeah. I think I remember seeing that. So f- CVS. Uh huh. Now, f- Walmart. Yeah. So what does that leave us with? Walgreens? Walgreens, yeah. Are they all right? They are now. All right. I guess Target. Oh, wait, but Target, I think, is a CVS thing now. Oh, yeah. I think it's CVS pharmacies inside of Targets, so we can't do Target. Yeah, we still got a Bartels up here. I think it's a Northwest thing. Is that Javier Bartel, that guy from uh, <laughs> No Country for Old Men? Uh, Could be a cousin, distant cousin. Call it in the air, friend. Answer tells. Call it in the air. <laughs> Don't just put that quarter back in your pocket. That's a lucky quarter. It'll just get lost in the... I, I love that scene. That's an amazing scene. Um, what about grocery store pharmacies? You guys grocery store pharmacies up there? Yeah, yeah. Safeway's got okay. there. Yeah. yeah, so stick with your Safeway. Stick with your Walgreens. Stay away from Walmart. Stay away from CVS. Um, That's we, we, we have to just like smite these pharmacists. Yeah, sounds like it. Put them in their place. Sandy Koufax has prolapsed urethra. <laughs> uh, so, Punita, we can't really help you. No. Other than we can just bitch and moan about <laughs> the same thing. And t- right. I totally agree. Tell that pharmacist to go suck an egg, and it's none of their business. Uh-huh. You ready for Reddit? I think I am. Reddit user Noob0817 asks, A spicy toothpaste burned my mouth and lips. I use a minty toothpaste on a daily basis, so I wouldn't say my mouth is super sensitive. It's just this once that I accidentally bought a different brand of minty toothpaste, Colgate Intense Cooling. And it was so freaking strong that after two days of use, my lips felt so tender and hot. I thought maybe it's just strong, but harmless. But on day three, my lips started to feel so dry, and they're cracking. I immediately stopped using it, but on the fourth day, I had little blisters, all in caps, on my lips. I used saline mouthwash and papaw ointment on the lips. What the f- and it helped some, but just today, I noticed and felt the inner cheek and lips felt puffy and swollen. I looked closely using a flashlight, and I swear my inner cheek... And inner lips indeed look puffy. It's not painful, though. But I find it weird that the swelling appeared when the blisters on my lips were already healing. Any tips? Did anyone experience the same thing? Lance, you ever use a spicy toothpaste? I, no. Uh Uh-uh. I have no I really love, like, buffalo sauce toothpaste. I love that that. Colgate flavor. Oh yeah, um, of, of of buffalo wing. Yeah, so I'm I'm a big fan. More of a little milder. My Worcester sauce uh, toothpaste. It, it's just <laughs> That's a good smoky. One. I, I do like that one. It's it's, it's great. Uh huh. Yeah, it's great. Like after um, you know, it's great in the winter. Like when you're gonna have like a real beefy steak and like a cabernet. That Absolutely. Worcestershire sauce. Absolutely. And for my British friends, the the HP brown sauce is a, is a great way to apply. Uh, I, is 
Yeah, what's H? What's HP brown sauce? I don't know that one. Uh, yeah, it's just this stuff they have ever with their breakfast. It's just called brown sauce, and it's like you would put that on a full English. Uh huh. It's awesome. Okay. So good. I also like the um, the Aquafresh Carolina Reaper. I don't know if you've seen that one. That's a good one. Uh, um, that one's that one's great. And then the uh, that that new um, per- Perodontax Ghost Pepper, I think, is another really good one as well. Well, because you're going to blow the shit out of these bacteria. Just go nuclear. absolutely. What better than the way. than natural holistic? Well, Non-GMO. Well, it's all about osmosis because it's going to wick the water out of those cells, and they'll just yeah. explode. Fucking so crushed the cells. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a humane way of dealing with gram-negative bacteria. <laughs> it's a very humane way. <laughs> what is pawpaw ointment? I, I, I'm my, not I used aware. to call my grandfather on my dad's side Papa. Oh, and yeah. So now I just feel like they took his body and, and cremated it and made some made sort a bomb. Of weird got bomb a, got out a, of it. Got a salve out of grandpa. It's called, uh, I Googled it to see if it's a thing. Okay. It's called Lucas's Papa Remedies. Huh. Welcome to Lucas's Papa Remedies from Dr. Pennington Lucas. In 1906, his handbook, after years of research, Botanist and surgeon T.P. Lucas stated that he believed that papaw was the finest natural medicine yet discovered. Papaw, I guess, is some sort of fruit. It's Australian. Huh. (laughs) Never heard of this before in my life. I don't know where you get anything of this. But listen to this. It can be used as a local topical application in the following. Minor burns, sunburns, and scalds. Gravel rash, cuts, and minor <laughs> open wounds. Huh. How many people are getting gravel rash? Well, I guess when you lay down your motorcycle, you get a little road burn. Nappy rash and chafing. <laughs> I swear to God, that's exactly what it says. Nappy rash and chafing. Huh. Splinters and thorns. And also temporary relief of the symptoms of dermatitis and eczema. Huh. I bet it goes great and with it, uh, anal fissures. Yeah, actually, <laughs> why wouldn't it work? If it's good for nappy rash and chafing, uh-huh. I feel like it would have to work well on hemorrhoids. Why not? The same formula is being used that was developed by Dr. T.P. Lucas, unchanged in over 100 years, because we all know that things that are unchanged over 100 years are great. Queensland grown fresh fruit. I guess that's Australian. Sounds like it. Queensland, is that an Australian thing? I think so. I think so. Microbiologically tested. That's all it says. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh-huh. that, that, that just means that they rub it on some clostridium and see what, I, and I, I mean, it doesn't cause that. I don't know. Um, high quality ingredients meets purity and safety standards. Again, it doesn't say whose purity and safety standards it meet. Right. Does not contain polyplasdone, polyvinyl, pyrolidone, talc, shellac, or sodium lauryl sulfate. Well, damn. And it good. has, it has, it did get, just in case you were wondering, Lance, the 2015 Traveler's Choice Award, award from TripAdvisor for most popular lip balm. Okay. <laughs> Why is TripAdvisor rating lip balms? Yeah, I, I was unaware of, of the full service that TripAdvisor has. That's like Lance rating rain gutters. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, listen. Uh-huh. This gutter won the Lance Tournament Award uh-huh. for best rain gutter of 2019. That's right. I'll, I'll put my stamp of a seal of approval on that one. I don't know what Lance Timmerman knows about rain gutters, but apparently he must know something because he has this award. Uh-huh. I don't know what TripAdvisor knows about lip balms, but apparently they know something because they have a Traveler's Choice Award for lip balm. I, You know what I would trust from TripAdvisor? What? Their recommendation on jerk-off lotion. <laughs> because, I mean, like... <laughs> That art, that makes sense. You're in a hotel, you know, whatever. Like, what hotel chain has the best uh-huh. spank stuff for your for your skin uh, down there? Who who has um, all the all the jurgens you could use? Yeah, like which which hotel chain uh-huh. like chafes the least? 
which one smell has the least offensive smell so that everybody at the cocktail reception you go to after the meeting can't just tell what you just did because it <laughs> smells like a floral bouquet uh-huh. out of your left hand or right hand, depending on which way you go. Uh-huh. That's that's some product rating that I feel like TripAdvisor, I can get behind with TripAdvisor. I, I could see that being uh, uh, valid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to order some of this Papa ointment. I'm going to see how this thing rubs out. <laughs> Okay. Ointments generally aren't great, just FYI. Huh. You need more of like a cream or a lotion. Just saying. All right. That's good to know. All right. Let's go back to his question. <laughs> so he used a, a super minty toothpaste. Uh-huh. And and he, he burned himself on the inside of his mouth, on the insides. He burned his insides. Yeah. Have you ever used a, a toothpaste? Literally, have you ever had a toothpaste that's, that's very spicy? Because there's one I'm thinking of. Well, you know, I've, I've, I know in years and years ago, it was always cinnamon to- toothpaste was always what was yeah. the likely to be a and problem. There's, there's one in particular that I'm thinking of. Hmm. A Colgate Total? I don't know if you... No. With triclosan. I don't even know if it exists anymore. Yeah. Do you remember Close Up? Oh, yeah. I don't even think it's made anymore, I, and I don't know who made Close Up, but it was straight up like a pound of cinnamon in that bitch. I bet you're right. I bet that's gone. So the other thing I remember about cinnamon, um, you can get it on Amazon, close-up anti-cavity. This is at Walmart.com, who are boycotting. Um, let me see if I can open up and get a better view of the package to see if it says what flavor it is. So it does say Cinnamon Blast. So it doesn't look like they've changed. Ultra Cinnamon Flavor Blast. So yeah, this guy needs to stay away from... Yeah, stay away from close-up. What our perio department taught us was that whatever the active ingredient in tartar-controlled toothpaste was, oh. it always tasted really bad, and the only way you could cover it up was with cinnamon. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So there was a method found, to the madness. Yes, the, the, it, there was a reason for it. Got it. I finally found... The Colgate. Colgate Max Fresh Intense Cooling Toothpaste. Okay. But I could only find it at a at a retail website for Bhutan. Huh. So I don't know if it's only available in Bhutan or if it's available in other places. Interesting. It does look like the UK has a Max Fresh. It just says cooling crystals. It doesn't say intense cooling. That's the only thing I can find that says intense cooling is the one from Bhutan. And huh. that website looks like it will give your your computer a virus. So I'm not going <laughs> to go to that one anymore. Um, here's one from India. Colgate Max Fresh Intense Cooling Red Gel from India. I feel like a red gel toothpaste from India, I would assume, would be very spicy. Yeah, I, w- I would think. I would think so. This just has to be like a personal reality. He just has some sensitivity to something here, right? Yeah, you're just dumb luck. You, uh, you're a genetic freak. I don't think it would be SLS. Probably not. Because I feel like you would have known that already. My niece has a sensitivity to SLS. Oh, really? And when she gets like a soap with SLS on her finger, like if she washes her hands with an SLS soap, so like any. She has to, like, take her own soap to bathrooms, like, public bathrooms, because really? every, you have to just assume every soap has SLS. Like, her hands get this, like, really deep, crusty, cracking, like, lesion, like, in between her fingers. Um, oh, wow. And it takes, like, weeks for it to go away. So, if you have a sensitivity to SLS, you know you have a sensitivity uh, to SLS. I guess so. Because it's in everything. Wow. I did not know that. The other thing, could he just be like looking at Fordyce granules or something? <laughs> yeah, at the, as, could at be. His lower, like the inner of his lips, and they're like little bumps. Yeah, or or should they have been there all along? He just never paid attention to it. Did yeah, he... that's the other thing. How many times did you get like a patient come in that's for sure they have they're like I have cancer in my bones, uh-huh. and it's they have a tori. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite consults of the year. I'll get it a couple times a year. Yeah. No, that was not there. I swear that was not there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's been there for 
forever. Yeah, those are always fun conversations. Do you feel like there's any uh, flavor of toothpaste that should be outlawed? Uh, Vegemite? Is is there right now? Do you just, <laughs> no. Is there a Vegemite toothpaste? I'm not aware of any, but I okay. think that would be a bad one. I, that would be a bad one. <laughs> um, I don't need any bubble gum because bubble gum never tastes like bubble gum. Oh yeah, I forgot they bubble gum doesn't those. really have a flavor. It just I bubble gum flavor is its own thing that does not exist in the wild. Bubble gum does not even taste like bubble gum flavoring. Right, right. So I could do without that. Yeah, um, when they when the kids were younger and we would buy them toothpaste that that tasted good, so that would encourage them to brush. There was a lot of flavors that uh, I did not want to partake of. They're just never good. Like those weird no. exotic flavors, like the cupcake and all that weird shit. It's just yeah. never. It's never good. I'm looking at the Colgate website now, and I'm trying uh-huh. to see if I can, like, let's just look at kids, because that's where it's going to get wild. Yeah. Mild bubble fruit. So, again, like, what is bubble fruit? That's, Strawberry smash. Watermelon burst. <laughs> this is a tough name. The Maximum Cavity Protection Pump Toothpaste. <laughs> okay. It just seems like it has to do with uh, birth control, the uh, protection pump. I guess so. Um, what is Ryan's world? I uh, I don't know. That's a new one. Mild, so Bubble Fruit seems to be the Colgate one, which is just like, hey, this is sweet for kids. Okay. So I'm out on that. I'm out on Strawberry Smash or Watermelon Burst. Let's look at Crest. It's probably going to be Procter & Gamble. No, here's Crest.com. Takes you right there. Um, let's see if we can narrow down any crazy flavors here that we can do. With that. I can do without all like the gimmicky like bacon. You know, I don't need yeah, any of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll look at kids again. Sparkle fun flavor. <laughs> yeah, I think my kids tried that. Had that I don't for know what a while. That is. Here's a Weird. strawberry. Uh, this one is supposed to taste like Frozen, the movie by Disney. I don't know what that what's what flavor is Frozen. Is it reindeer meat? Yeah, it, uh, it's got to be venison. Turn looks like it's bubble gum. Okay. Uh, so let's get rid of all those. All the bubble gums. Let's get rid of all these fruity ones. Cookie dough. How about mint? And if you don't like mint, what could we replace mint with? How about vermouth? How about a vermouth flavored toothpaste? Yeah, you know. For kids. (laughs) Yeah, get an acquired scotchy scotch flavor. Tastes like what daddy smells like. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or your Bosnian hooch flavored yeah, yeah. toothpaste? What do, you, what do you think about that? That would be really, really good, actually. It's smooth. You, you would enjoy that? <laughs> Initially. <laughs> I'm hungover for no reason. All I did was brush my teeth. But look how clean my teeth are. <laughs> Let's look at Nubo817. Let's see where their posts are. Oh, they posted in eczema. I uh, accidentally used a strong toothpaste in the eczema subreddit. Can you imagine how much hooking up is happening from the eczema subreddit? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of people just be like, listen, you don't judge my red, patchy, flaky skin, and uh-huh. I don't judge yours, and we just bump uglies. <laughs> uh-huh. That sounds- um, I, let's see here. I accidentally used a strong toothpaste. I accidentally used a strong po- toothpaste, and it gave my libs eczema. I usually get eczema on my legs, elbows, and face, never on my lips. I have what people call winter eczema. Cold weather equals dry, cracked skin is my trigger, and I have somewhat healthy, hydrated lips. So it's my safe zone. I accidentally (laughs) used a strong toothpaste with intense cooling, and it freaking burned my lips. At first, it was just tingling sensation I thought was normal. Next few days, my lips started to feel super tender. Then they started to crack. It's so itchy. I know it's eczema, and it looks the same as my other flare-ups, just on the lips. I immediately stopped using the toothpaste, but my lips are already inflamed and infected. 
I can see a little pus beneath it. I'm so terrified because once my skin gets broken, it's a never-ending cycle of eczema for me. The skin on the lips. Well, well, I see my dermatologist next week. I just want to know if anybody else has experienced the same thing. Eczema on the lips, gross. Yeah, that's that's a tough look. Uh, in the subreddit of braces, one teeth with no bracket yet. When I got braces in October of 2018, I had a tooth that was scheduled to be extracted first. My dentist didn't put a bracket on it. And the tooth next to it back then, basically they're not included in the arch wire. Around seven months in, she finally extracted it. Now it's been 10 months, but I'm still waiting for my dentist to put a bracket on the tooth that was left out. Anyone here experienced the same thing? Having a bracket installed on tooth teeth almost halfway through treatment? I'm bothered because I know the teeth need mo- need movement first, need to be aligned first. Is it too late for that tooth? I'm afraid my dentist is not going to include it anymore. I'm going to ask her on my next appointment. I thought I'd ask her first. Why not just ask her? Yeah, you know, uh, all right. Lots of questions in the subreddit of braces. Nine months in, and I think my upper gums are showing. Hey, Lance, your epidermis is showing. (laughs) How long is your alignment phase? Anyone else here who thinks their biting teeth are getting worse because of braces? I'm getting a deep bite because of it. Yeah. It's a real worry wart about their ortho, about their eczema, about their cinnamon toothpaste. Yeah. Yikes. I'm glad this guy's not my patient. No kidding. No kidding. Do you think this person even bothers to ask their healthcare provider? No, just come ask Reddit. Yeah, yeah. It's much it's it's the wiser thing to do, obviously. Obviously. Well, Lance, I think that's gonna just about do it for tonight. Yeah. Okay. You got a song queued up? I do. I do. It's summertime. Good. Hey, summertime songs. Good. Is it summer is it Summer Girls by LFO? It is not. Although that song came on the radio the other day, I'm like, oh shit, it followed me. (laughs) <laughs> at at your office or yeah. in the car or what? No, at the office. Did did you think it was fly when girls stopped by for the summer? For the summer. <laughs> uh, share this with your friends. Where else could you get discussion about the LFO song Summer Girls for weeks and weeks on end? Um, someone you know would enjoy that. That's how we grow the show, one listener at a time. Write and review. Lance, how many stars? Big fan of five. Big Big fan of five. John Olerud, that mofo. Johnny O. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Or Funny Shit for Dentists and Dental Team Members. Um, uh, Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at JoshuaAustinDDS. Mash that follow button. Lance, hit me with your song. All right. Uh, are you familiar with the band Diesel? Um, I am familiar with the greatest rap artist of all time, Shaq Fu, a.k.a. Shaq Diesel, a.k.a. The Diesel. Okay, not quite the same. Okay. Uh, Diesel was a band from the Netherlands in, uh, in the late 70s, early 80s. In fact, I think they reformed in their, their tour again all around the Netherlands and whatnot. But they had a song that, uh, it was what year was it? It was like 1981. Yeah, 1981, the single Sausalito Summer Night was oh, I like it. A, uh, kind of a catchy little ditty that I liked and, and I thought it was kind of funny. And I, I was thinking the other day, it was, it was one of the summer songs I was wanting to th- toss out there during the summer. But since we were kind of making fun of the Dutch last week or the week before, it was a perfect song to add in the band Diesel. And, uh, the, gotta love the Dutch. Do they perform in wooden clogs? Uh, they, they must. It's just what, how you do it. They, uh, they're, ju- they're years active, 78 to 85, then 88 to 89, 2004 to 2007, then 2016 to present. They just can't quit you. So we're talking about a band that takes a, uh, it's, it takes a hiatus from time to time. Yeah, you know. The same members, which is interesting. Normally a, a long hiatus or multiple hiatuses would be like, oh, Stevie Ray Vaughan died. Uh-huh. We have to try to find another, you know, or, or whatever. Um, so that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, a lot of reunion tours, yeah. it looks like. Yeah. 
lot of reunion tours. Would you say this is their biggest hit? I think so. I think so. And what I'm looking at... That's what it looks like. Yeah, everything yeah. else is... It entered... Sausalito Summer Night entered the U.S. Top 40 in 1981. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus, Lance, you're old. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> oh, Lance, Lance, Lance. Well, this was fun. Yeah. You, sh- you sure you don't want me to edit this one? <laughs> I will. Okay. And then if and then I'll send it over to you and you can you can wrap it up or you can put any little touches on it. All right. Your fun little little <laughs> editing touches because you're a lot better at it than I am. For Lance Timmerman, this is Josh Waston. Enjoy this Salsalito summer night. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> Thank you.